welcome to Fake Movie Experts. As we used to say, when Keith is away, the cue gets to play as starting next week, maybe that one Keith will be back. There's rumors. There's the rumors tea leaves and- are showing that he is potentially actually alive and returning from his uh, expedition. Rumors and innuendo are saying he may or may not be, but for this week, we're still doing Q movies, and this week we are doing not another teen movie. I'm going to say, this movie has no business being on a Q edition, because this was a good movie. Mm. Oh my god. Maybe, maybe not. We'll this find guy. out. I'm your host, this Joseph. Guy. This guy. <laughs> I'm your host, Joseph Lussel. I'm alongside with Ricky Marcelli. So what I'm hearing from just the start of this podcast is that Joe is a real Austin of this podcast. Mm, I don't think so. Uh, the uh, one, the the voice that you hear on all the other podcasts here at No Cell Entertainment, Mike Booble. Or is he Randy Quaid? Oh, God. I'll fuck a pie here and there. <sighs> or two, you know. Oh, he had a three-way with two pies. Yes. So, I'm still mad that Randy Quaid has ruined has ruined a small part of Independence Day by being like you know an in batshit insane person. Never, he's the hero. I mean, yeah, but like he is an actual person, is batshit insane. Yeah, that's fine. We can sep- We can we, we can separate. Uh, this movie, not another teen movie, came out December fourteenth of the year two thousand one. A runtime of one hour and twenty nine minutes, so a tight ninety in our eyes. Uh, How you can tell it's a pre-9-11 movie, by the way, is that he just gets to go through airport security without needing a plane ticket. Yep. There it is. Uh, This movie is directed by Joel Gallen. Um, He has uh, really only directed not an teen movie, and then he has produced or directed a lot of, um, like, uh, MTV Movie Awards and Music Awards and segments from that. Uh, a lot of the Comedy Central roasts. Um, but like Nano Teen Movie is really his first kind of movie that he really ever did. The bonkers thing was I because like I felt this movie was really smart. So I kind of dived into like who the writers were and everything. So I was like, who did this? Like, did they end up having like big careers or anything? One, there was like a five person writing, four or five person writing team for this movie. Like, it's really big for a tight 90 type movie. And, like, so two of the writers also worked on uh, Scary Movie. So, like, obviously they had the chops for this style of movie already and knew what they were doing. But, like, two of the other ones did nothing and were just, again, MTV Movie Award people who just kind of, like, ended up somehow in this movie and made, like, a perfect combination of things that ended up making, like, what was a pretty goddamn funny movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie stars Chris Evans, Jamie Presley, uh, Kyler Lee, Eric Christian Olsen, uh, Eric Jungman, the uh, Ricky of the movie. Uh, Damn. I was not happy about that. Damn. Happy about that one bit. Sam Huntington, uh, Lacey Schubert, um, Sam Levine. Uh, So a uh, rad tag group of actors. Chris Evans' film debut. I would, like, I have to say, acting director, fucking nailed, or excuse me, casting director. Like, Joe says ragtag, but like these are people who have like long movie careers or like now they do, but like at the time. Well, yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like they found a lot of young talent that hadn't done anything yet that ended up having like long careers in the like the acting industry to like where I saw them in this. I'm like, holy shit, this guy was in it. Fucking Ted Ted Mosby's in it. Joe didn't mention two of the people. And who's that? You missed Josh Radner, who was Ted Mosley. Oh, yeah. And you missed H. John Benjamin, sir. Oh, yeah. For, like, the one scene that he's in. I'm sorry. Are you taking a shit on Boz Burgers right now? Is that what we're doing? Is that what this I'm podcast not. is? Oh, are you oh, saying oh, Boz oh, Burger oh. is fucking stupid? Is that what you're telling us right now? Also, no, but that's you, what you say all the time. So, you, you know. If you're about to slander Archer, I will jump through this screen and strangle you with a fucking, like, electrical cord right now. I actually hate Archer. 
Oh, I fucking hate you. That checks out. That's pretty normal. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. like, what a weirdly, like, great acting, like, combination. And then Molly Ringwald's in this goddamn movie? Like, what the fuck? Melissa Joan Hart, what up? Oh, yeah, like, what the fuck? How did they get these people to agree Dude, to be in this movie? Good Charlotte, what's up? <laughs> this movie was so, so made for our age range of people. <laughs> So, Rick, give us a little plot breakdown of this. Oh, oh God. Luck. I want a plot, you want a plot breakdown of not another team movie? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <clears throat> How much time we got? Ladies Plenty. and gentlemen, boys and girls, and all those and how they identify, please gather around for the reading of the plot to not another teen movie. Okay. So, Chris Evans' character gets bet by his friend slash rival kind of yeah um after chris evans gets dumped uh that he can't take any girl like the ugliest like most hideous awful girl in the school and turn her into prop queen chris evans being the douchey prep like jock quarterback obviously takes the bet this sounds familiar it's because it is and what movie is that? Uh, God, which one is it? Come it's on. It's the like 10, a- the what, 10 rules for dating or something? It, she's all that. Or, that one. Uh, Dude, I didn't really watch rom-coms in our high school days. Is She's all that or you uh, can't buy me love. Those are that type of movie of. Uh, Wait, was Melissa Joan Hart in She's All That too? as well i think so weird but yeah it's the it's essentially the entire plot of the movie is she's all that wrapped around a bunch of other teen movies at the time Mm -hmm. uh which i i'm sure the lore master has an entire list of but i do they go through all the hijinks uh chris evans accuses janie of having a gun as one does so good uh, there's tits everywhere through the movie. There's occasionally dude ass through the movie. It's America's ass. Uh, oh yeah, we did. See, no, we saw America's ass with a banana in it. It's a banana split. <laughs> so fucking good. But yeah, so essentially it's, she's all that. And then basically, a bunch of other a, jokes around it. Yeah. Basically this is a teen movie, but they're trying to, uh, do the twist of spoofs around it. Uh, most Joan Hart is not in She's All That. What you're, thinking of, she? you're thinking of Can't Hardly Wait. Is that the one with the dude who looks like he's 40 in that teenage movie? It's the dude from Entourage. Oh, what's the one with Joker in it? Is that it is 10 Things I Hate About You. See, getting them all confused. That movie's great. So this was my first time watching this movie. And I'll say it was terrible. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, it, it was enjoyable. <laughs> I think Booble was about to lose his goddamn oh, mind. I was about to I leave. Was, <laughs> I, I think he was going to reach through the screen to get me. <laughs> he's just like, that's it. I quit the queue. Don't ever invite me back. Yeah, and he's gone. Okay, bye, Booble. Thanks for show, coming up. No, I enjoyed it. It was funny. Uh, I watched it with the producer who... She only remembered like the first scene in the movie, and that was all she would remember. I remembered most of it. Yep. Um, I did not remember the scene where they watched a girl take a shit, and that was gross and hilarious at the same time. Uh, just remind that remind me of Heron Kumar. Yep. Um, uh, but otherwise, I, I remembered most of this movie. But I mean, I also like this was because this movie came out when i was 13 going on 14 so like when at my uh dad and stepmom's house with free reign of hbo skinamax and showtime and this movie came on for a 13 year old um yeah it uh it drew my attention let's say Hmm. uh i i was to say even though this was like my first time watching this there was a lot of things I was um, 
like for some reason I'm like, oh, I remember this for some like I think it's because of the trailer. Like I can remember the trailer for it. And it's just like, oh, I remember this. Oh, I remember this. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Like and doing all the pop culture things and it's just all mixed and matched inside that I was like, okay, I nothing nothing's new to me. My biggest takeaway from the very beginning of the movie, though, was how the fuck is Ted Mosby not aged in, like, that amount of time? He looks exactly the same in this movie as he ends up looking through all of How I Met Your Mother. It kind of, like, disturbed me. Semen. Mm. They do say it works wonder on the skin. Booble, what do you think of watching it this time? Uh, This is, like, I don't know. Like 20 years. I've seen this movie so many times. I can quote a lot of the lines. I love this movie. It's so funny. Uh, I cannot wait till we get to the, the favorite scenes because I there was one scene that even though I've seen up. this movie so many times. All right, we'll just jump into it. Yeah. Because I love background humor. Mm-hmm. So after he gets his last concussion, just in the background as Jake and Austin are talking, he, the stretcher breaks and he rolls off because he's too fat. And he falls like, onto the, yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard this time. Even though I've seen this movie so many times. I had to stop watching because I couldn't breathe. Like, <laughs> I knew it was coming and I still laughed so incredibly hard at that scene. Also, did he, did he die when that happened? Because we don't see him the rest of the movie, right? Yeah. Well, the, the countdown was how many concussions he had left till he died. They said, yeah, they said the last concussion, he would die. So yep. like he died, Ben. Yeah. He died. It's so good. Dude, and uh, the whole like reason why Chris Evans doesn't play quarterback anymore is because that kid gets cut in <laughs> half on a fucking tackle. The, it's so fucking funny and stupid. They're they're ripping off Rudy there, the under you know, put it Do in it the uh, Huh? Do, Do it, it for Marty. Marty. And I, I just love it. It's just like we're up forty two to nothing. Let's run the we just can't t- we can take a knee. Marty, Joe, go deep. Joe, we can tell people now. That's what happened to Devin, actually. He is the Marty yeah. of our podcast. Yeah, yeah. He, he yeah. got broken in half. Yeah, we hate to see it. But, I mean, let's be honest. Chris Evans kind of a douchebag trying to run up the score in that game. Nah, well, he he, you, you always run it up. Fuck that shit. Yeah, he wanted to do it for Marty. I also Wait, loved, nice hands. I loved how the football players, like, did you catch what some of the names on the back of the football jerseys were through the movie? No. Like, when one of the, like, backup quarterbacks gets tackled in the game like it just says extra on the no, back of yep. his jersey <laughs> i i, so I got go so much little stuff and like it's such a smart movie which it had like i didn't remember that aspect of it it has no business being as smart as it is yeah. like when the three kids who are freshmen are walking through the halls talking about like how they're like their whole plan is just to have sex. And they're like, it's so hard to have sex in school. But like, you look at the thing in the back, that's like, abstinence doesn't it. work. Yeah. Just ask me. And then like, they keep walking and the people banging and like behind the window. Like, I'm just like, God damn it. This is funny. I, so, I, I gotta give props to, uh, Sam Huntington who played ox, the, uh, oh my God. Chris Pine, Rip yeah. off of Oz from the American Pie movies. He he sounded and like looked just like him, and I was just like, "This is a fantastic portrayal of Chris Pine." I mean, uh, no, Chris something, Chris Klein. Huh? Chris Klein. There it is. Yeah, I got he the I in the right. Delivers one of the funniest like lines in the entire movie at the end, just being like, "I can't believe it. That's disgusting." No one has ever taken a dump on your chest. It's just like so authentic about it. I'm like, what the fuck? Joe, I was going to ask, does the producer like this version of Chris Klein more yes. than the actor? Because yes. Chris Klein is her favorite actor. It's just confirmed. Yeah. yeah, Chris Klein is confirmed to be her favorite actor. It's confirmed. She can't deny it. And she nope. confirmed it. So, yeah, 100%. you know, if you want, we'll give her three. Zen, want to decline? You seem to be no. talking a lot for someone who's not in the room right now. What are you talking about? She's, she's behind She's me. right there. Yeah. yeah. I see her. Two against one, buddy. There it is. I'm it not is. the one who has to live with the person and sleep next to the person who can stab me at any given moment. Well, her favorite movie is Bangkok Dangerous, and that's confirmed. I mean, whose mo- favorite movie isn't Bangkok Dangerous? Like- that's right. Uh, I got to give props to Chris Evans because this was his first movie 
and watching it now, it's just like, yeah, he had the chops to do it. It's so weird. You can see like Captain America in some of his acting moments in this movie. I'm like, it's weird. I see Captain America in some of his line delivery. Yeah. One of my, one of my favorite things about what he, one of the quotes was the scene of them picking the, who will be the, uh, the girl that he has to transform into the prom. And like, they go through everybody like uh, the hunchback. No, she has a hunch. So no, uh, the twins we got that back are, hunch that the, is yep <laughs> the uh, the two g- girls conjoined by the head those two combined into one that's a fine woman right there one decent then, one decent chick and I just love the fact like she's walking up the stairs and like they point out it's like Janie Briggs and she's like oh my god no not her she has glasses and a ponytail and she has paint on her overalls oh god no no bingo it also leads to one of the best parts in the movie where like because it was that whole trope of teenage movies at that time like they turned the ugly girl beautiful and it's always just like they take off her glasses and like that whole scene of just taking off her glasses and uh, wrestling her hair uh but no i this movie was it was funny because i was just trying to catch all the the references so like ted mosley and when he starts the movie off when when they get to state the school i'm like oh so he's tom green from road trip because that's what tom green does in the beginning of the movie but i think that this does come out before road trip but it's just like that was the reference i was getting from it man imagine tom green as ted mosley <laughs> how i met your mother is way fucking different does he still put the arm in the horse and now I met your mother. Yes. Yeah. Well, or or his balls. Or his Maybe. balls. Um. Uh. But I just seeing that, just seeing all the references and stuff. So, like, because let me, I'll go down the list they have. Um. We got uh, pretty in pink. We got uh, karate kid. We got um. Fast Times at Ridgemont, Her- uh, Ridgemont High, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Can't Hardly Wait, Bring It On, Cruel Intentions, a lot of American Pie references. Nope. A lot. Dude, that Bring uh, It On bit, like, okay, I didn't quite hear it. Did they, did they have a group of white cheerleaders actually drop N-bombs? Yes, they did. Yes. Okay. Yes, they did. I was like, wow, you could not do that nowadays. Well, when Sam Levine's character is a white guy, but he's portraying himself as to be Japanese. I think it's just straight up. Like, he doesn't even, like, identify as just one type of Asian. He just identifies as Asian. Uh, That's fine. He gets super kicked. That's fine. Dude, at the party, when he's like, what's up, my yellow fans? And then he uses, like, a super derogatory term towards them. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, 2001. You could do that. You could, um, you could not do that now, right? Nope. Um, cruel intentions. The idea that Chris Evans' sister will is going to like is constantly trying to bang him. So is this where stepbro porn started? Yes, probably. Step I guess it would have actually started, started with actually cruel intentions. Wasn't it? Because wasn't that like actual step siblings trying to beg? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, 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 Didn't yeah. SMG want to bang? Yes. What's his name? Um. Oh my god, I, I have his face. Uh, yeah, yeah. What? Um, I'm blanking his name right now. But, Nick Cage. Um, checks out. Always Nick um, Cage. It's always Swordfish. Uh, Ryan Philippi. Yes. It. Um, in the scene of uh, Chris Evans' uh, sister like hopping on top of him to try to uh, have him finally agree to have you know have intercourse with her, uh, Chris Evans was having trouble shooting that scene with her because uh, uh, it's the scene of her him rejecting her pleas for sex as she's grinding on him, as apparently he was turned on by this. So I mean, she was hot. Yeah. 
Uh, Eric Christian Olsen's character, Austin, was a combination of Paul Walker's characters um, from Varsity Blues and She's All That. So that was who he was trying to portray as. Um, What I have here is I have the characters that all the main characters were supposed to be. So the Janie Briggs character is based off of She's All That, 10 Things I Hate About You, and Pretty in Pink. Um, Chris Evans' character, Jake Weiler, the popular jock is She's All That and Varsity Blues. Uh, Jamie Presley's character, the nasty cheerleader, is from She's All That, Bring It On, and American Beauty. There's another person who like hasn't aged for like 20 years. Now, hers is a lot of cosmic surgery, I believe. Cosmetic I'm surgery. Well, I'm fine with it. Yeah. But like Not Jamie Presley looks like Jamie Presley has for forever. Uh, Ron Lester is Reggie Ray, the stupid fat guy, and he's portraying himself from Varsity Blues. It's so yep. bizarre that he was in both movies. The only thing I remember about him from Varsity Blues is that he like throws up in a dryer. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think it's his truck they drive around in. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like the. I don't uh, want your life. I don't want your life. I like the uh, idea of what they, they portray the token black guy is that he's only there to say whack damn. And like, that's fucked up or, uh, so it's damn shit. And that is whack. That's whack. Yeah. And I love that Sean Patrick Thomas makes a cameo at the party. Hey man, like, what are you I'm doing so, here? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I didn't know. <laughs> you know, there's only supposed to be one, one black guy. Here. Oh, my bad. My God, bad. I do love Sean Patrick Thomas though. My bad. He's a great he actor. Gets, he gets murked in fast five. <laughs> Just yep. gets obliterated. Yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was watching this for the first time when Janie's best friend, basically the ducky, so Ricky. Uh, Not a fan of that. Shows yep, yep, up. Yep. I, I just love all those little tropes they do of him you know, doing his poem. Every show, every class, it's just about how he loves her. And it's just right past her head. I love the teacher in that class just being like, yep, that was great. Go away now. Does anybody <laughs> want to read the poems, poems today? Ooh, ooh, me, me. Anyone? Anyone? No one? No one? No one? Okay. They also did like some porky stuff, kind of like trying to peek on girls in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, the American Pie, you had, uh, what was it, Serena Vincent, Ariola. The new yeah. girl, the entire movie. <laughs> I love that at the end of the movie when they're going through people and just showing like their pictures and their names that they still put in another one of her at the end of the movie. I'm like, God damn it. Yep. Um, I guess the actress was, uh, she was a Power Ranger before this. Yeah, she was in one of the like, later like Power Rangers, like Storm or something. She was in, I have her right here. She was in Power Rangers um, Lost Galaxy. So it's the one, like one or two after like Turbo. So when they finally go leave yep. Earth to go to space. It's when so I she was, checked out. That's like, when I checked tur- out too. Turbo was like the end of when I like checked out of Power. Like I never even saw the Turbo movie. Movie. I never even saw Turbo. After the original cast, I was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm out. I'm good. I, I, the I original to, Power Rangers movie is one of the greatest things ever. It's so I good. ran to Zio and then a little bit of Turbo. But once the little kid came in play, I'm like, I'm out. Dude, it's crazy to go back and read the stories from the original cast and how like oh. fucked up some of the shit was. Yep. Like what? Trina got murked. Yep. Um, they were all super like homophobic towards Billy. Uh, Kimberly is a crazy Christian nut job. Really? She like ended up keeping her acting career. She like did this yeah. like, Canadian show for a long time. She's like a nut job Christian. That's unfortunate. Mm. Oh, the original powers movie is on HBO max. Sick. Oh. When That's when we so do when, when we do it when we do it on the show, how do we both uh, turbo and original? I'm still uh, sad that they're re rebooting Power Rangers because I actually liked that new one they made. Uh, I almost got I almost got there. I felt that they hung they 
straddle the fence between campy and serious. If they had just gone one direction, it would have been a great movie. Yeah. I just think uh, tease Tommy or Tommy. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Tommy. And I'm like, I, I want to see Tommy either way. And they just didn't commit one way or the other. Yeah. But it's getting re-rebooted. So. Oh, one of the things I liked in this movie was the Lacey Schubert character, the who she's supposed to be Jennifer Love Hewitt. And just when she goes into the party, everyone just starts stops in the stairs and what's happening. What we can't we do? do anything until she moves. <laughs> My favorite thing through this entire movie was just like the background comments. Yep. Like when that scene happened, you heard one of the like girls in the background just being like, God, she took forever that time. And then like when Ariola walks through, there's some girls like, oh, we wore the same thing. The we wore the same outfit. <laughs> but she, you were better than her. I like and I like the I like the idea the the background of like the Ricky being the you know you're in the friend zone she, you're you know she's too good for you or you know you're not that good enough for her or so like, fucking good his entire sprint there and people just <laughs> obliterating him the whole time not gonna have a chance or like when he's when he's talking to uh, Chris Evans like I'm the reformed good guy you know I learned from my ways. You're just the best friend. Who is she going to pick? I'm good looking. You're not. Who is she going to pick? <laughs> and then they race and he gets to a locked door and he can't yeah. get out. Seriously. Where's the, what, uh, what is, like, Who locks yells, the door? This is a fire hazard. <laughs> yeah, fire hazard. Also, I've never understood this trope. And maybe it's just because like I we didn't go to a school that made homecoming that big. I've never – like what school hosts homecoming at a huge event like that? Uh, my school. Really? Because like, yeah. even when I went to school in the South for a year, homecoming was held in the gym. Like it was prom that was always like held in like a big center, like our so, place you rent out. My school alternated. So if like uh, homecoming was like a big deal, then prom was like at the high school and then they switched the next year. Interesting. The only thing that mattered at our high school was prom. Uh, I like the slow clap guy. <laughs> You gotta find. You guys gotta find it. You, you when you, you know, that was the Melissa Joe Hart bit. That was yes. so like her, her just being like, "Dude, what are you doing?" My favorite line in the movie. Uh, it's one that I quote just when it doesn't even make sense all the time. It's when she's like angrily like painting or whatever in her house, and Chris mm-hmm. Evans shows up, and she goes, "How did you get her? I did both the door." Because there's a <laughs> hole in the side of your house. There's a hole. <laughs> What are you drawing? I'm drawing my mother. You have her eyes and like stick figures. <laughs> Love it. Dude, uh, oh, we didn't even talk about the opening of the movie because Joe like said like how the producer remembered it, but we didn't talk like she's fucking to that massive dildo that like three yep. sixties like that the American, doesn't seem that the doesn't American seem pie, yeah. And the then American like just pie. all the family walking in and all the god damn it the that was so the funny. Kids. And then you know landing what, in the cake. Do you know what movie the, she was watching? Uh, She's All That. Yes. So what they did was they reshot She's All That because they they couldn't get the rights to show that clip. So they just had actors reshoot it for her to, be, to do that too. God. And then like the next scene is Randy Quaid driving them to school. And he goes, I won't be able to pick you up. Are you having work? No, I'm just no, going to be no. drunk. Well, well, I, don't great, you, I don't want you drinking and driving. No, I'll be driving. I'll just yeah. be too shit-faced <laughs> for him to go pick you up. <laughs> and before they even get there, when they're just driving there, and like the brother accuses her of being a lesbian, it's like, hey, if she wants to be a carpet muncher, she can be a carpet muncher. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Which is like... It's like that meme, like that redneck meme that's like progressive redneck. Yep. So it's like mm-hmm. he's accepting like that she's going to be a lesbian. It's fine. He just his terminology <laughs> for it is just so wrong. Right. Uh, one Mark Ruffalo turned down the role of Jake Weiler. That's fine. It worked out better. So yeah. uh, just a coincidence, you know. Mark Ruffalo is not an athlete. <laughs> yes, he's not. Uh uh, Kyler Lee was on cocaine for during most of this movie. Yeah, checks it up. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I thought, I laughed my ass off, and I don't know why. It's like, 
when Jake's dad is like, I heard you got dumped, where I got a, a replacement <laughs> for you. And like brings in his mom and he's like, you guys have some fun. That was such a creepy scene. I had to look it up. That's the dad from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Well, oh, the, the principal is from Ferris Bueller, right? Uh, the guy's in detention? No, no. That's, that's, from, that, that's Breakfast Club. Uh, breakfast, that's right. Nah, breakfast they're all the same movie. I don't really care. You get the bowl. No, that, yeah, that's Breakfast Club. And th- that is where that, that detention scene is. That's where I do a lot of my good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I say that like that all the time of, you know, one more word, not, you know, don't make me start it. Go good. You know, ho. <laughs> Stop. You know, <laughs> just then hunt- Huntington being ox was just like, Stop. I'm like, God damn, that's perfect. Um, no, this movie is it's just crazy just how it is a spoof, but in reality, it is just another teen movie in a way. It's yeah, like I mean they're blaz- they're basically ripping off movies, but like it's such yeah. a well de- like it's done in such a way that like it's fine. It's not like other parody movies where it's just like they're literally just like shot for shot remakes. Like this, like uh, did enough to be different and kind of its own thing while making fun of everything. And then my other favorite line uh, is Mr. T when he says, "Believe in the ball and throw yourself." <laughs> dun dun. Uh, there was a lot of the uh, parodies of throughout the movie of um, like Anthony Michael Dining Hall, based off Michael Anthony Hall, John Hughes's High School. Uh, just referencing parodying all the other old older uh, movies, <laughs> and then after Mr. T gives him that believe in the believe yourself throw the ball, when he actually throws the pass, he overthrows him by like forty yards, and that's how he gets the last concussion. And Mr. T's just like, damn, like, I mean, he wasn't even close to the field. <laughs> he had a wide open guy and just chucks it. Jesus Christ! I've been watching you, Jake, on the practice field in the showers. What? Wait, what? And yeah, don't worry about it. And the coach is hilarious. Just spitting constantly. <laughs> Just body slams Jake Weiler. <laughs> um, Give it to uh, me straight. Can he play? He shouldn't. He shouldn't be alive. <laughs> Put him in. This guy's fucking. It's fucking heavy as shit. <laughs> They're like picking him up and they just push the whole line over. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, so uh Molly Ringwald was put in this movie because they hated the, the original ending. Oh really? Yeah, so they uh they, that's how that's they they were able to bring her in to try to uh I mean, it made the Indian spectacular. The Indian yeah. that was so fucking good to this movie. See, I can find it. The original. She's like, Indian. don't fucking fall for that, and then he falls for it. She's like, fucking teenagers. Are you <laughs> saying the line from uh, she, you know, she's all that? No. I just loved when he like was honest. It was like, you actually should probably go because like I'm gonna bang someone in college, <laughs> and we're gonna break up. Don't lie to me. That's from Karate Kid. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> he like shows up. I have to catch this girl. We've already heard that one. Shut yeah. up. I I was dying laughing when when <laughs> when Chris Evans shows up the at, at, at the airport and like there's a woman on the plane that I love. Go get her. And then Ricky shows up. There's a woman. Bru- he's bruised and beat up, and he's doing the same spiel. And they're like, we've already heard that one. <laughs> God damn it. Oh my goodness. Um uh there was a to to uh to be frank, there was a lot of nudity in this movie, which I did, honestly did not see coming. And I did not mind. No, no. Uh the actress that uh Serena Vincent who put Ariola had a lot more nude scenes, but it was on the editing floor. Oh, sad. Uh, she said, "Oh no, that's on somebody's uh, DVD in their house. Is where that is." 
She said in the interview that one of the kids in the movie was underage and you can't have nude actress on the same set as a minor. So they had to. So they did. They just cut it to try and minimize them getting in trouble. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, uh, but uh, any fit work. So uh, Rick, what about you? Any favorite scenes from this? Oh, God. Um, There's so many. The one where he's running out of the homecoming to go try and catch her. And he runs into the token black guy. And he's like, you know what? You're a really thoughtful individual. And I really want to get to know you. He's like, oh, I really wanted to talk about this. No, I, I don't have the time. <laughs> what is the... Do you guys know who... The actor is trying to the Jamie Presley's new boyfriend with the floating bag. What was hint? What he was supposed to be? God, there's a was famous spoofing like, something. Yes. Um. Fuck. What was it? It's like this. Really. Let's see. It's I forgot what, but yes, it was spoofing something. Hmm. Uh. Well, I don't know. Uh, because then's like cause the the producer was like, "What is he spoofing?" And I was I was like, "I don't know." It might have been a song at the time. Mm. It's like a bag in the wind or something. Okay. Speaking of that, if you go to YouTube, you can look up Marilyn Manson's uh, "Tainted Love" and like that the music video is based off the movie. So a lot of the actors from the movie are in the movie. Uh, the- that guy is spoofing ricky fitz from american beauty that's what it is Mm. okay god that scene when they walk into the fucking uh hotel room (laughs) so (laughs) fucking creepy what are you doing what's going on here i don't know but i'm very aroused i mean jake punches all all three of the austin the uh jamie presley the guy and the bag. I don't know why I punched the bag, but it felt really good. One of the one of the disgusting scenes of this movie was the ending of what happens to battle shits. Yeah, that was the, gross. I love the fact that the the boy the guys climb into the vent system and there's that little sign that says only capable for two skinny you know like two skinny kids but then three show up and then they fall through the roof dude and like when she's peeing and he's like oh this is doing things to my pee pee i'm like fucking gross yeah that's my least Wait. favorite scene we'll say yeah. that now yeah but hey you know what not kink shaming here everyone has their own thing some people like to be peed on some people like joe i mean who shall remain nameless like to get dumps on their chest it's whatever no one has jumped on me yet. No one. <laughs> That's Jesus. <laughs> like the first, like when uh, Jake's sister comes up and talks to him in, in high school. Oh, God. <laughs> what is she doing here? Didn't she graduate two years ago? That's where God. you first get the uh, damn shit. That is whack. <laughs> well, she walks up and like, to be honest, it's like you think she's an ex. Of his or something. And then like like two seconds later, like, why you're my sister? And like, oh, we're we're playing cruel intentions here. All right. Dude, that scene where we're introduced to Chris Evans, where like he looks at a picture of himself and then go looks at a picture of a picture of him looking at himself. It's just so, so you, fucking good. So you mean Joe? Yeah, basically. Where we meet Joe. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, that's true. I would do that. <laughs> Uh, I do like the idea of the never been kissed storyline in this movie. <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. And I love, I love Drew Barrymore, but that really nailed how stupid that movie was. There is. There's some reporter posing as an undercover students. Hey, <laughs> Red. Hey, Red dudes. Do you know where the, the teacher's at? Oh, yeah. You know, three, build, three doors down. Got it. Okay. Dude, and then that fucking scene between her <laughs> and Chris Evans' sister. The cruel intentions makeout yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever eaten pussy before? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that scene by far to me was the grossest scene. Just like, <laughs> oh, the saliva. Oh, oh, that's so good. That is commitment from those two actors. That is great stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, the original title for this movie was going to be called Teen Movie, but it was ditched because ditched as the movie got more and more unteen. Then the the title was changed to Not a Teen Movie because of this. Then it was changed to Not Another Teen Movie because of all the parodies and the fact that there were so many teen movies before it. I like it. I mean, it fit. Not Another Teen Movie was a great name for this movie. Yeah. yeah. One of the one of the small scenes I liked, and it's just like it was like kind of a throwaway, just because it's the it's the Ferris Bueller like the parents leaving and the kids gonna like you know all right have fun you know I'm gonna miss you we'll give you a call later I'm gonna be so blitzed out of my mind I don't even know what a phone is with them playing the Ferris the Ferris music behind <laughs> they're like don't throw a party where's this keg go yeah. oh back room yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I had a smirk. Um, what did he say? His parents were gonna do like they're going somewhere to like a whorehouse or something. I don't remember. I don't remember. But I was just laughing my ass off just because of that idea of just like it's just Ferris Bueller's and they're like, oh, have a great time. Hey, where do I put the amps? Oh, I'll just move all the shit in the dining room and make space for it. Or be a. Uh, or be good. Um, but the. Uh, I like the, I like the bring it on moment of them doing the cheerleader tryout, and then the girl with Tourette's wins gets it because she's just the best looking one of them all. And then the best is when they're doing the cheer at the at the game. Give me an eye, give me an eye, give me a <laughs> lick my pussy ass cock lick shit. My, yeah, <laughs> lick my ass pussy cock. <sighs> but. No, I, I don't know. I just like the, the acting in this movie is fantastic, I thought. I'm telling you, it's, it blows my mind how they, like, I don't know if it was just a perfect storm and, like, they just got really lucky that they nailed so many good actors. That's a Mark Wahlberg movie. Hey. No, I don't know how to respond to yeah, that. How, how dare you? Um, <laughs> like, I mean, it's bonkers. Like, I don't know why I'm saying like so much, but Chris Evans, like, to get Chris Evans to be your lead role in this. And he on, ends up becoming like Chris Evans. Like it's just, yep. it's bonkers. Even then, like the female lead, what was her side? Ky- Kyler Lee. Kyler Lee. Like she's been acting for forever. Like she was on Greg's anatomy. She was in Supergirl. Like she's been acting for decade plus. Cause yeah, he goes, cause Evans goes from, this to movie shorts and then like a TV miniseries, but he's only on the on the pilot. And then he goes to the MTV's The Perfect Score, which we almost watched before this one. And then he jumps from that to Cellular, and then like to the Fantastic Four, and then that. God, pretty, I hadn't uh, thought about Cellular in a long time. Also, I still, uh, I still like the original Fantastic Four. I don't care what anyone says. Never saw that. Mainly it's just because I'm a huge Jessica Alba stand. So if Jessica Alba's in something, I like it. Dark Angel, shut up. Because it's Jessica Alba. Damn her, becoming a loving mother and stop acting. But then made a show I couldn't even watch because it was terrible with her and Gabriel Union as a bad boy spinoff. Yeah, yeah. I watched like the first twenty minutes of that show on Netflix. I was like, "Mm, "Yeah, can't do it." Mm -mm. It Looks terrible. I can confirm to you, sir, that if the twenty minutes I watched is anything to go by, it is. Uh, In Spain and Greece, this movie is really called uh, "This Is Not Another Dumb American Movie." (laughs) That's a great name. That's a great name. Um, but yeah, this for I don't know. It's just like it just blows my mind of how many spoofs there are. You know, the dad, uh, Randy Quaid being uh, basically the gym from American Buy Pie by banging pies and basically any uh anything in his kitchen. If you notice, <laughs> there's more. I like on the night of prom uh, when Jake goes there. He's like. <laughs> Fighting Vietnam in his kitchen. He's having flashbacks. <laughs> oh God! How do you get in? I locked the deadbolt. Like you have a hole in your roof. 
I loved um, when she came down the stairs, like her dramatic, like, oh my God, she's hot scene. And like mm-hmm. the collapse and everything. And he just goes, all right, honey, get up here. Stop shitting around down there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, surprisingly, like I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just surprised. Cause we've seen, I've seen, I don't know how many spoof movies before. And this goes up with, you know, with, um, scary movie and the fact that like it's a good spoof movie i mean yeah it's the first two scary movies and then this are like that is what a parody movie could be and they all should be and all of them fall short yeah um i did get to watch this in 4k on prime so that was weird I watched it on my laptop because I had to watch it while my children were home and I couldn't have them watching me watch not another teen movie, but yeah. That's fine. No, that'd be awkward. I'm uh, pretty sure I'd get sent to jail. That's questionable. We're um, the cop, baby. One of the, one of the, the small scenes I liked is the, the, the brother and the, his group doing a road trip and it's like two, two houses down. Road trip, and then this drive like a minute down the street, and I was like, "Okay, that's funny." His final scene where he like hands uh, her a note, which is one of the actresses from Mean Girls, by the way. Yep, yep. And they make um, a Mean Girls reference with all wearing pink. This is before Mean Girls, isn't it? It is. It's before that, Mean Girls, but that's the crazy part too. I think that was a Heather's reference more than anything. Um, because that's where Mean Girls like gets a lot of its references. Yeah. It's from. Heather. Uh, but it's just like, what am I supposed to do with this note? You think I just fuck anyone who hands me a note? I give them hand jobs. All right. I mean, who doesn't love a good old fashioned once in a while? An old fashioned. I haven't had one of those in a long, long time. time. Well, then, Ricky, you should come back and know something or type it and do a wrestling mm. podcast. Nothing but old fashions, baby. Old fashions, baby. Just a good old so, circle jizzerk. That's <laughs> jizzerk. why Joe has a lot of used lube. That makes sense. Would you go to uselube.com <laughs> and get 25% off no-sell's personal lube? Oh. It's the no-sell. Yeah, here's the part I wouldn't be a part of that circle jerk. I don't like CM Punk's return and think it's been boring so far. Damn. So, Boo, well, let me ask you a question. Nine Since you've uh, nine inches, um, why do you keep coming back to this movie? If you said this is like the 20th time you watched it, I'll come like the 16th. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> bring, 16th. Bring, bring that yeah. bit back, maybe. Yeah, bring uh, it back. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Four. <laughs> okay, it's like the third time I've watched yeah. it. There it is. Uh, it's just really fucking funny, and generally, like when I'm just looking to have something on in the background, I usually go to a movie I've seen a bunch of times, just because I don't have to pay attention to it. And this is just yeah. one of those movies that I just throw on if it's if it's available, I'll just throw it on. That's, that's why, why I've seen Galaxy Quest like twenty times. Uh, that's why. Uh, that's what I do for like when I'm going to go to bed. I just put like a like Night the Roxbury or like Dodgeball on like constantly because that's just what i'm gonna go to bed to that i can quote it in my head as i'm falling asleep but god damn uh are there any other favorite scenes you guys liked in this movie i like the breakfast club detention scene it's basically like almost shot for shot minus the rhyming part i mean honestly i think we've quoted the entire movie at this point it's just a good like there isn't like your next question is going to be, is there anything we don't, don't like? And like, there's really not anything to like steadfastly dislike about the movie. Yeah, not really. Just the uh, shit scene and the, uh, and it, was just, it was gross, but I could deal with it. Yeah. And I think, I think yeah. the makeout scene is fucking hilarious. That seems funny. It, it, oh, it's yeah, just gross, great. but we can deal with it. Not like we didn't hate it. It's just, we can deal with it. Well, it's, it's gross. Like it's gross intentionally. Cause it's like making fun of those things where like people peek in on like girls going to the bathroom. It's like yeah. what girls do when they go to the bathroom, they take massive dumps. Yeah. And then I like the uh, scene of them mocking 10 things I hate about you with Chris Evans saying, Jamie's got a gun. God, that scene, that she's got iconic. a gun. It's so funny. 
James. Man, the Joker and Robin went to the same high school. It's crazy. Do 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 boo do boo do do do. Janie's got a gun. Oh my god, she's got a gun. <laughs> the Tam or taser. Ma'am, stop. Ma'am, stop. I like I like the uh, also when she tells the, the story about how her uh, mother died, and like it sounds like it's gonna be like a car crash and how she got hit by like a drunk driver, and he's like, oh my god, here's no cancer got her. Just like a like a three minute diatribe on like a bad night she had, and all of a sudden it's like, oh no, cancer really got it. Oh Every year our family gives away an, an, an art scholarship to somebody who doesn't need one. Oh my well, god, that's gave, amazing! Yeah, oh, we already we gave, gave it away. away. He does finger painting. You would love it. <laughs> god damn, this like it's just those the references they make, and it's just. I like. I still idea. can't believe that you'd never seen this movie. Like this was so like our generation's movie. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't. I honestly don't know why I never saw it. And like, what did, it, what did the producer think? She liked it. Yeah, she liked it. Um, it just I don't know why I never saw it. Because you hate America. That might be it, or America's ass. I don't know, but wasn't America's ass yet? It was a banana split's ass. <laughs> It was Canada's ass? Canada's ass, yeah. Even then, that man was cut. Yeah. Uh, I could not I, get over his jet black dye job, though. Yeah, like, that was It's just weird. like I couldn't stop looking at how dark his hair was. You know, I was thinking about something. You know what's crazy to me that this person is not in this movie? Like, how was, then thank God, because I hate this person. Think Like, how was Jack Black not somewhere in this movie? He wasn't... He was still just like the singer at this point, right? Like he wasn't like he wasn't what, that big of a guy at the time. Because his in this pers- movie's that big of a guy. That's, That's fair. True. Uh, but maybe he was a- like too big because like he was like he had his like click fans because he had whatever the fuck tenacious his band is D. called. Yeah, Tenacious D. Like, how are they not like the the group singing at prom? Because good Charlotte being the group singing at prom just completes my fucking entire being. <laughs> at first, I saw it far away. I'm like, is that some 41? Who is that? New. Oh, as soon as I heard the voice, I was like, oh, that's good Charlotte. <laughs> the producer and I yeah. used to drive Joe crazy because we drive back from like coast vacations sometimes and we just start bopping to good Charlotte because it reminded Dude. us of our angsty high school days. The young and the hopeless. What up? Lifestyle of the rich that's and right. famous. They're always complaining. Dude, my bloody Valentine? Come on. Best song on the album. Come on. So good. God, that album like just spoke to angsty teenage. <laughs> it's man. so good. Joe hates us right now. It's so good. I don't mind good, Charlotte. Joe just wasn't angsty enough in high school, apparently. That's fair. Dude, no. good Charlotte, fucking Lincoln Park. God, just filled my my angsty teenage dreams. Joe went to Cranbrook. That's a private school. <laughs> That's right, brother. <laughs> that's right dude so i i am looking at a one-star review here from imdb from how two- fucking dare you i like to go to the two the one stars and see what why they call it one stars well this came in 2004 uh nothing not another stupid american movie that's what it's called this headline. Oh, it's from europe yep <laughs> All I all I'm going to say is there is an amazing dark comedy called Nothing But Trouble created by Dan Aykroyd and it is in the bottom 100 movies of IMDb. Not another teen movie is an embarrassment to everyone on this planet, but stupidity flows in our times. So there is an audience that appreciates this kind of uh, this kind of movie. The excellent Freddy Got Fingered was crazy and shocking, but it's genuinely funny. No one seems to recognize that, as is also in the bottom 100. So the next time you're wondering what makes the studios pay the enormous budgets of movies like a Not Another Teen Movie, realize the answer is us. That There's so much wrong with it, I'm not even going to dignify it. Right. Um, for another one. Damn. Yeah, another 2001. This uh, The movie was horrible. The commercial made it seem all right, but the actual movie was a piece of crap. 
Way too many lame jokes that didn't make it even funnier. Even a couple of key cameos and decent acted reenactment from the Breakfast Club could not save this movie. Save your money and save your time. Clearly people who just like the entire movie is just like. (sighs) Yep. Like if you're watching this for like a deep movie, then you played yourself, sir or madam Uh, or non-binary. A uh, 10 out of 10 here from July 2nd of 2021. (laughs) Funny as a teen and still funny. LOL. I'm just (laughs) typing these extra words as a formality. Assuming you can't just make a simple post about a movie. Fucking hilarious, though. L-O-L. Wait, Marty Genetti? It might be. Heard that. Heard that. I'm getting terrible flashbacks. (laughs) Another one just says Chris Evans is hot, and that's a bonus. I mean, that's yeah. A, that's a bonus. That, that is correct. Remember watching all these movies, they mocking this, back with the boys, staying over, getting baked, and watching films like this. If I could go back, I wouldn't change a thing. And that was in 2020. So, yes, yeah, so let's all go back. and. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, boys... As that one star said, it had a big budget. Do you think it had a big budget? What do you think the budget was? $40 million. Wait, this had a big budget? According to that one review. Oh, like there's, I mean, it had to be like $10 million? Like it couldn't even have been that much, probably. There wasn't a whole lot to this movie. The budget you know, I'm going to say three. Three million? Yeah. Okay. Should have stuck with 10 because it was 15. Damn it. Well, you still win. So didn't go over. I should just start betting a dollar. There you go. (laughs) So let's do the gross for this movie. Domestically, so in the States, it got $38 million. That's pretty good for a parody movie. Yeah. Internationally, $28 million. So worldwide, $66 million. I'm highly confused by doing that well internationally. Yeah. And it didn't get a sequel, you know, for well, doing it. didn't make a ton of money. <laughs> also, well, it's a we- it'd be a weird movie to do a se- like not another teen movie. I mean, I guess Scary Movie got multiple sequels. They could have. But I mean, teen movies don't really get sequels the way Scary Movies get sequels, yeah. though. No, it should have got another. It should have got a reboot. It probably it was, will down the line. Like 75 Halloweens. I mean, you can't really like what you've done. Bring it on jokes. You. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, to be fair, sir, though, the new Halloween actually looks pretty hype. Legit. Well, they just rebooted She's All That as they, Netflix did He's All That. Yeah, I hate this gender bending like way of doing things. Just like leave it alone. Like, what was wrong with it to begin with? Stop. Yeah, just like stop the it. new Ghostbusters was way better than the old ones. Let's just move on. We stopped there. So. What? Well, he, he, what? Shut, shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth. <laughs> not even justifying it with a response. Yeah. yeah. I will not allow you to. Get my goad, sir. You will not use your heel tactics on me. Bill Murray sucks. We all just admit it. It's fine. So let's go to the box office <laughs> for December 14th through the 16th of 2001. Coming in at number 10 in its seventh week was $773,000 a meal. Yep. Oh, is that just the end of the title? Okay. Yeah. I don't uh, know what that is. <laughs> it's like a yeah, yeah. Coming at number nine in sixth week with one point four million. Shallow Hal. Oh, oh god. god. Coming at number eight in its fourth week with two million. I Black. can't believe that had. Didn't Shallow Hal have two movies? No, just one. <sighs> number number eight with two million. It was Black Knight. <laughs> yeah, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> Coming at number seven in its fourth week with two point four million. Spy Game. Redford and Brad Pitt. I believe it's Pitt. I know it's Robert Redford for sure. Uh, coming in number six in its seventh week with four point nine million. Monsters Inc. Hell yeah! I think I Monsters University is better. First time the other, like maybe a couple months ago. I yeah. did not think it was very good. I was kind of bored by it. Yeah, I was too. University is better. Uh, coming in at number five. Check out the series on. Uh, Disney Plus, it's actually pretty good. I wish this was promoted. 
Uh, coming in number five in its third week with five point four million behind Enemy Lines. Oh, I yeah. love that movie. That's it's such so a good. good fucking movie. I've never seen any of the like twenty sequels they made, but that's because uh, I don't need yeah. to. Yeah, of them is. <laughs> no, no, who was the first? The first one was Ted DiBiase, wasn't he? Wasn't he the first sequel? Yeah. Yeah, it was. What's Ted uh, DiBiase Jr. doing these days? In prison, I think. I don't know. No, he's running his the the camp that's getting him in trouble. Uh, coming in number four in its uh, fifth week with $9 million, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. That is one of the few Harry Potters I have seen. I've read all of the books, and I've only ever seen the first two movies. I just, I, the movies, I could never get into them the way I get the books. Me and the producer binge watched them all, but we didn't watch the final two. I've never read the books. I've seen Goblet of Fire. <laughs> What a there random one is. to see. That's the yep. best one. That's the I'm also so one. out of the whole universe because what the fuck's her name uh, is a transphobe piece of shit. So kind of fuck her. J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Fuck her and her transphobia. Yep. Coming in number three in its first week with $12 million. Not another teen movie. That's such a big opening. Like, how did this movie do so well? It's so bizarre. I mean, other than the fact that it's a good movie. How bizarre. Uh, Coming in number two in its second week with $22 million, Ocean's Eleven. Hell yeah. Yeah, fuck, you're not beating Ocean's Eleven. What's up, then? And then coming (laughs) in at number one in its first week with $25 million, Vanilla Sky. Oh, fuck, what a run of movies. Like, I don't particularly like Vanilla Sky, but, like, people love that movie. October Sky was better. That's like a peak. That was peak Tom Cruise, like where his movies were always box office hits. Yep. And now it's just Mission Impossible. So let's go to the ratings. IMDb gave this one a 5.7 out of 10. Distasteful. Rude. Rotten Tomato, all critics gave this a 29. How dare you? Top critics, 30. Audience, 55. Damn. So let's glaze some stars for not another teen movie. Glaze, 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 glaze those stars. Mr. Booble. I have maybe a hot take here. I think this movie is better than Scary Movie 1 or 2. Uh, as far as a parody movie goes. And I'm going to go three and three quarter stars. This fucking movie oh. is hilarious. I can't speak to if it's better than Scary Movie because I don't think I've seen Scary Movie since it came out. That was a movie I saw in theaters and just never felt the need to see again. That was also randomly one of the few movies I ever snuck into because we weren't old enough to go see it. <laughs> um, but I also will give Not Another Teen Movie three and three quarters stars. Hell like, yeah. It's not good enough to be a four, but it's still fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I might debate you on, I don't know, Scary Movie 2, because this is my strong hand. Um, but, uh, I will give this three and a half. Nice. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. This makes this the highest rated Q edition movie. Hell yeah, it does. God, 3.7 beats a lot of shit, too. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's really high. <laughs> That's high praise. That's high praise. That is only, there's only four Fast and the Furious is higher than that. And like barely higher than that. Like there's yep. two 3.8s. Um, that's higher than either Legally Bond because Joe tanked the Legally Blonde. The first God one. damn right I will. <laughs> I'll tank it to the end. And then it's higher than any of the Blair Witch stuff. So it's right where it needs to be then. It checks out. Yeah. I mean, it is a pretty goddamn good movie. Yep. That's high praise. So, this brings an end to the, this Q edition of Fake Move Experts. As next week, as I tease in the beginning of the show, one Keith Swetland will be back as he is. God's work is slowing down now. For yeah, him, the so. rain interfered with my my work. So, what are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah, Joe. Do you even remember what you picked at this uh, point? N- 
I think so. I think I picked uh, Showgirls one and two. Hell yeah! Oh, God. Oh nope. The producer's uh, ringing in my ear. No, I did pick uh, the Austin Powers trilogy. Uh, you know what? That's okay. Those are good. I mean, it's no Showgirls, but Smashing, I guess smashing baby. By the way, there is a Showgirls two. Oh yeah. And I I had to look it up. And it is one of those like um, birdemic type film ways of like it's off someone's handheld phone. Oh God! And the one there's one actor from the first one is in this one. But that showgirls will be another time on fake movie experts. As sorry as next week we were going going back to the movie franchise and we'll be breaking down. Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. So, can't wait. Uh, Booble, always appreciate you filling in when uh, Keith is busy doing God's work. Yep. Being a hero. Being a hero. Is is he? I mean, no, he just kind of stands there and watches the fight. He's the villain in my story, tell you that much. He's the (laughs) villain. Yeah, he's costing Booble jobs here and money. I can't believe I got roped into doing seven Q podcasts. I'm not okay with this. There'll probably be more once Keith has to go back to God's work, as Booble's going to go back to work and set some more fires off. This accounts for allegedly, allegedly eight Q edition movies I've had to do since we did that one wrestling Q edition of that Hulk Hogan movie. And, you know, you keep coming back. You keep saying, you know, you hate it. And oh, my God, this is a passion. You keep coming back, buddy. To be fair, I was the only one who actually picked bad movies. According. See, I picked off the ratings off IMDb and Ron Tomato. I just That's picked movies I, I knew movies. were bad. But see, I did bad rankings. You just did bad movies to your opinion. While no, I uh, Ready Player that... One was like a 6.7 to most people. Yeah, those people are idiots. No one I've talked to in real life besides you has ever thought Ready Player <laughs> One was a good movie. <laughs> and I'll stick to it. Now, I'll, you know what? I'll see Ready Player Two. So, oh, uh, God. You know what, Joe? There's a bunch of people who also aren't vaccinated. It doesn't mean that they're not idiots. You know what? You know, I'm, I, you know what? You know, I'm going to do it, Rick. I'm 80 million people voted for Trump. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Rick? Yeah, yeah, Rick. Yeah, Rick. Rick, you're, you're, the, uh, you're the best friend in this movie, pal. You know? Yeah, I know. I'm not yeah. a fan of it. Yeah, I texted yeah, so. Joe that, and he's like, why are you talking about yourself in the third person? And I yeah, you, went, Rick. you make mixtapes, dog. <laughs> yeah, you make mixtapes. God, that Keith. scene was good, Come too. The, just the fucking piles of mixtapes. When yeah, Rick texts me when he's like, "I hate the fact that Ricky is like the fr- in friend zone." And I'm like, "Why is he talking to me in third person right now?" <laughs> I don't, I don't like this. Why? why? No, why? you see that going forward, Ricky, but not tell Keith. Why, yeah. why I think I it. will. I think I will. Because he is listening to shit. He has no idea what's going on. I'm going to show up to golf tomorrow, and I'm going to be referring to myself in the third person. That's the yes. Ricky. So next week, Keith is back. And we'll be doing the Awesome Powers trilogy. You can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. Um, if you couldn't listen to us live this week, go to nosoentertainment.com to find all of our podcasts like this one here and all the old other episodes of Fake Movie Experts and all the wrestling ones that we do. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, behave.